Welcome to the Basana Health and Wellness Podcast. At Basana Health, we focus on whole body wellness, connecting physical, spiritual, and mental well-being. We are wellness collaborators with our members, and we embrace our community partnerships. Basana Health promotes holistic and functional care while focusing on transformative lifestyle changes. Welcome to our podcast, where you can take a virtual step towards optimizing your own health and wellness. Welcome to the Basana Health and Wellness Podcast, episode number 20. Today we listen in to our monthly virtual wellness session where we talk about the root causes of hair loss. Listen into the webinar to learn about the different causes of hair loss and then ways that you can boost hair growth and improve the cycle of hair loss. Listen in, you won't want to miss out. Hello and welcome to our virtual wellness session. Today, we are talking about getting to the root cause of hair loss. Who is this webinar for? If you are somebody that's wanting to learn more about the causes of hair loss, ways to treat and improve hair loss, ways to boost and enhance hair growth, then you're in the right place. Over the next 30 to 45 minutes, we'll talk about the stages of hair growth. What are the types of hair loss? What are some ways to reverse hair loss? And then what are some ways to enhance hair growth? Does this sound like you? Your hair is thinning or maybe it appears less vibrant. You can't seem to style your hair in the same ways that you used to. Maybe you're finding more hair in your brush or your shower. Maybe it seems like your forehead is getting a little bit bigger or maybe your part's getting a little bit wider. If you're feeling any of those things, there's many of us that are right there with you. So you're in the right place. And we'll just talk about hair loss and some of the things that go along with it. So many people say, well, what's the real answer? Why am I having this hair loss? And we wish that there was one simple answer or maybe one simple solution. But unfortunately, it's often many causes or many reasons that are helping the hair loss along. And hopefully by the end of this webinar, you'll be able to discover what some of these causes are, and then also maybe some ways to help improve the hair loss. For a quick introduction, I'm Farah Butts. I'm the functional medicine practitioner here at Basana Health and Wellness. And at Basana, we have lots of great folks that work here, and our goal is to bring about optimal health and wellness. We offer things like functional medicine consultations. We do some IV nutrition therapy. We also have two great ladies that do our bioidentical hormone replacement therapy. And we're hoping in the new future to bring on lots more things into our wellness side of the practice. Just for a quick reminder about what functional medicine is. Functional medicine is a type of optimal wellness that focuses on the underlying causes of health imbalances. And it works to look at all the systems in the body and to restore optimal health function. And functional medicine addresses the underlying causes of the disease. And it uses a systems approach to work with the patient as well as the practitioner to look at all the areas of health and to come up with multiple ways to bring about optimal health. 
Functional medicine looks at lifestyle medicine, and we want to make sure you're getting proper sleep and rest, that you have healthy nutrition and adequate hydration, that you're getting daily exercise and movement, that you have stress transformation and restoration, and that you have good, strong social connections and relationships. So when we talk about hair loss, many of us wish there was just the one answer, one solution, take the one supplement maybe, or eat the one right thing that gets rid of the hair loss and we're back to our thick, gorgeous hair that we always used to have. But unfortunately, there's not really a smoking gun. There's not just one thing. We have to dig deep and find the root cause of what it is that's causing the hair loss. And hair loss can affect your scalp or your entire body. And it can be a temporary thing. And sometimes it can be a permanent thing. And it can be the result of heredity, hormonal changes, it can be stress, diet, medical conditions, or it can even be the normal part of aging. And many people think that it's just men that have hair loss, but women often have a lot of hair loss also. So let's just talk a little bit about hair. With hair, there are hair all across the body, on our scalp and throughout the body. On our scalp alone, there is 100,000 hair follicles. And on the body, there's up to even 5 million hair follicles on the body. And how does hair grow? At the base of the hair shaft are little papilla. And within that papilla are tiny blood vessels that deliver blood supply to the hair follicle. And with that papilla and the blood vessels, the hair follicle receive, receives nutrients and it's nourished, and that's what helps the hair growth. So the healthier our blood flow is, the healthier our hair will actually be. So let's talk about the hair growth cycle. Hair goes through multiple different phases within the hair growth cycle. And they say that hair grows about 0.3 to 0.4 millimeters each day. And that's a pretty tiny amount. And with that hair growth, that leads to about six inches a year. So it's really not a huge amount of hair growth, even though when we're having to go get our hair redone every six weeks, it does sometimes feel like it grows faster than that. But the average is about six inches per year. So let's take a little dive into these different phases of the hair growth cycle. The first cycle is called the anagen phase. And the anagen phase is the growing phase of the hair. And the growing phase is the first part of the hair cycle. And this is when the cells of the, the bulb are dividing rapidly. And this is when we have the new hair growth. And 80 to 90% of our hair follicles are in the anagen phase at any given time. And I should point out that there's all throughout our hair, there are different follicles in different phases. So not all your hair follicles will be in the same phase, but 80 to 90% of the hair follicles on your head will be in this anagen growing phase at any given time. And that's when they're getting a lot of the blood supply from those little blood vessels at the base of that hair shaft. 
And our eyelashes and eyebrows and body hair have shorter growth phases than the top of our head, thankfully. And that's why they're much shorter than our scalp hair. The second phase of the hair growth cycle is the catagen or transition phase. After the hair growth phase, the hair enters the catagen phase. And this is when the hair follicles shrink and the hair growth slows. And this short phase lasts only about two to three weeks. And it makes up about 5% of the hair on the top of our head. And during this catagen phase, the hair will stop growing and it will actually detach itself from that blood supply. And during this phase, the hair becomes what's known as club hair. The next phase of the hair growth cycle is called the telogen or resting phase. And during the telogen phase, the club hair rests while a new hair begins to grow down beneath it. And the new hair will eventually take the place of the club hair. And this telogen phase lasts for about three months. And 10 to 15% of the hairs that we have are in this phase. And then in the final stage, the exogen phase, this is what's known as the shedding phase. And this is the last part of the hair cycle. And this is the part of the hair cycle where the resting club hair detaches and falls out. And every hair eventually sheds. And it's completely normal for the body to actually lose 50 to 100 hairs each day, which seems like a lot, but it's a rather normal cycle because as some are being shed, others are in that growth phase. And after the exogen phase, the follicle then returns to the antigen phase, that first phase, and that whole cycle repeats itself. So it's kind of nice to just think about the different phases, knowing that the hair is going through different stages and what happens within each phase. And that part at the initial part where it's getting that good healthy blood flow until it ends at the end where it's shedding. And it's important to know that as you're learning the root causes of why your hair might be thinning and at what stage it's thinning at. When we talk about uh, hair loss, we wanna look at it from hair shedding versus normal hair loss. Alopecia is the general medical term that's used for hair loss. So alopecia, you'll hear that term frequently when we talk about hair loss, and that's just the general medical term for that. Hair loss occurs due to a disruption of the normal hair growth cycle. So when we talk about hair shedding, hair shedding is gonna be that normal transition and that's that last phase. So the, the shedding is normal. We start to get more worried when we have hair loss because often we'll see more amounts of hair being lost than in the regular shedding phase. And there's three major subsets of hair loss. They're known as antigen effluvium, telogen effluvium, and androgenic alopecia. Some of the other causes of hair loss include traction alopecia, autoimmune causes, alopecia areata, scarring alopecia, and something that's called trichotillomania. And we'll just sort of touch on what these three different phases or three types of hair loss include. The first one, the antigen effluvium, 
is when it's happening in that very first phase, in that phase where the hair is getting the nutrients from the blood supply. And often with antigen effluvium, this hair loss is, because it's in that first phase, it does not happen very often. And the most common cause of this hair loss is often caused by drugs, such as chemotherapy or exposure to certain toxic chemicals. <clears throat> and antigen effluvium is quite abnormal and it causes a rapid loss of hair. And that's why many people with chemotherapy will actually lose all of their hair. But once that causative agent is taken away and they're no longer on the chemotherapy, they will have their hair grow back and it'll go back into that growth phase of that hair cycle. Telogen effluvium now goes into that final phase where we're no longer having the blood flow, it's detached itself from all the things and it's now in that shedding phase. So telogen effluvium is a temporary thinning of hair during that resting phase of the hair growth cycle. And often when hair loss occurs in this type of hair loss, it's due to a shock, a stressor, or a traumatic event. And when this occurs, instead of losing an average of 100 hairs a day, it can actually increase to about 300 hairs a day. And once the stressor is removed, hair growth then returns. And if you look off to the side there, there's many things that impact this type of hair loss. Surgery, illness, smoking, medications, inflammation, being under extreme stress, having a rapid weight loss, changes in your diet, or maybe you're having some nutritional deficiencies or vitamin deficiencies. Maybe your body has some food intolerances. Perhaps you've been exposed to some toxic metals. Even if you have um, some thyroid disorders, maybe you have a hyperthyroid or a hypothyroid, they can affect this phase and hormonal imbalances can also affect this type of hair loss. So many people notice when they become pregnant that their hair gets very thick and healthy, but then once they deliver the baby, they often lose a large amount of hair and then it becomes thin again. And so if you look and see, it says once that stressor is removed, hair growth returns. Oftentimes we have to drill down and this is where we're getting to the root cause of the hair loss because there are so many things that can affect it. We've really noticed in this past six months, especially that we've had a number of patients and clients noticing quite a fair amount of hair loss. And some of what the discussions that we've been having is that we think it's probably in part related to COVID and the stress that we've all been under because of this COVID pandemic that we've been in. And oftentimes I think that stress has a bad connotation with it. And so if somebody says, oh, are you under stress? People might say, oh no, I'm fine. I'm not under stress. I'm, I'm great. Because it's almost by admitting that we're under stress, that it's a sign of weakness. I think that sometimes we'll say, no, I don't want to say that I'm stressed because then that might mean I'm being more weak than I should feel like I should be. But oftentimes when our life is disrupted, we are under stress. And maybe even if we don't feel it per se, sometimes our body's letting us know. 
And one of the ways that our body can tell us, Hey, you might be under more stress than normal is that we start losing some of our hair or we lose more than we would normally do. So when we were talking about that hair growth cycle and that it's normal to lose a hundred hairs a day, when it's in this telogen effluvium type of hair loss and we're under increased stress, that can go up to 300 hairs a day. So that's a fairly significant difference. If we're normally used to seeing the hundred hairs a day in our brush or maybe in the shower, and now we're seeing three times that amount, it would be quite a big shocker to see the difference in that. And then things like nutrition, the nutritional deficiencies or vitamin deficiencies, we often like to look into that because there are things that can impact hair loss for what you're eating or maybe what you're lacking in your diet. And then we do specialize in hormone balancing here at the sauna. So that's something that we often look into as well. So could there be changes in your hormones that are now affecting your hair loss also? So we really like to do a deep dive and look into all these different types of stressors or potential events that can be affecting your hair loss. But the good news is, is that once we eliminate those stressors, then our hair can return into that more strong cycle and the growth will then be repaired. And many of the studies have found that with the stressors, oftentimes it's a delayed reaction because it's in this telogen effluvium phase, knowing that that's the last phase of the hair cycle, you could have a stressor say six months earlier, and then maybe now you're having the hair loss. So it can be a delayed reaction to the body to lose the hair. So it could be that maybe three months ago, I had a rapid change in my weight. And then now three months later, I'm now seeing a change in my, the amount of hair that I'm losing. So it is almost a delayed reaction from when the stressor occurred to when the hair loss is occurring. They call this hair shock. And the hair shock, like I was saying, can be a delayed reaction. So it usually appears about two to four months after the triggering event. And it usually lasts about six months if that stressor or situation is temporary. So if the event that I was under is now finished, then my hair is gonna go back to its normal cycle of growth. But if the stressor is ongoing, for example, the COVID pandemic that we've been in, it's ended up being much longer than everyone anticipated. So people are noticing a higher impact on their hair loss. And it's because the stressor is not being removed that we're still having that hair loss. Really important to dig down and dig down deep and find out what the root cause is so that we can work to eliminate that stressor. So if your stressor is maybe that you're not having adequate nutrition, or maybe some of your vitamins aren't as high as they should be, we can work to improve that, eliminate that stressor, and then the body can get back or the hair can get back into its normal growth phase. And with this hair shock and hair loss, people even sometimes notice that their eyelashes aren't as thick or even their eyebrows might not be as thick. So it can impact more than just the hair that's on your head. The other type of hair loss that we hear about often is androgenic alopecia. 
and it's also called pattern baldness. Many people call it male pattern baldness, but women can also experience this androgenic alopecia. It's also been called hereditary alopecia because there are genetic basis for hair loss, or some people even call it genetic alopecia. And when we talk about androgens, androgens are those male dominant hormones. And women do still have androgens. Women have testosterone just as men do, but obviously in different levels. The hair follicles are quite sensitive to these androgenic hormones. So the hair follicles are quite vulnerable to testosterone and something that's called DHT. And DHT is dihydrotestosterone. And about 10% of testosterone is converted to DHT with the help of an enzyme called 5-alpha reductase. So 5-alpha reductase is involved in the conversion of the testosterone to DHT. And the reason why that's important is DHT impacts hair loss. So many of the hair loss treatments are targeted to blocking this 5-alpha reductase enzyme because they want to stop that conversion. What happens with the DHT is that it links to receptors on the hair follicles in your scalp and it causes them to shrink and then they become less capable of supporting a healthy head of hair. So they often call it miniaturization. So rather than having thick patches of hair, you may have thinner patches of hair. <clears throat> and you may notice that you see your scalp more than you did before. In high levels of androgens, including DHT, can shorten the hair cycle. And this causes them to look thinner. It causes the hair to become more brittle and it often will fall out faster. So when we're doing the deep dive into discovering what it is that's causing the hair loss, this is one of the things that we look at. We wanna know where your levels are at, and then are there things that we can provide that maybe will help block that conversion so that less DHT is impacting the hair follicles. With the hair loss, there's also some miscellaneous causes and they're much less common than the other ones that we mentioned. But one that's becoming more common is known as traction alopecia. With the number of people that do extensions or they'll do hair weaves, that often causes a type of hair loss. And that's because the constant pulling on the hair or the root, it pulls it out immaturely and then it interrupts that growth cycle. It takes a little bit longer for that new hair to start growing back. Another type is autoimmune. <clears throat> so some people do have weakened immune systems that can impact hair loss. There's two types of autoimmune specific that impact the scalp. One's known as alopecia areata, and that's a non-scarring autoimmune inflammation to the scalp where people will have patchy hair loss. And then there's also one called scarring alopecia. And it's a rare group of autoimmune disorders that actually destroy hair follicles and it replaces it with scar tissue. And one of those types of autoimmune is known as scleroderma. 
And then the other one that we had mentioned is one that's called trichotillomania. And this is an obsessive compulsive disorder where people actually have a recurrent and irresistible urge to pull their hair out. So that's a really uncommon cause of hair loss, but it is one in the root cause analysis when we're just kind of ruling out all the things that may be a cause of hair loss. So with all these different ways of hair loss and the different pathways that can occur to the hair loss, people often say, well, how will I know? How do I know which one it is? How do I know what's causing the hair loss? Because if I can't discover what's causing it, then how will I know the best way to treat it? At Pasana, we like to meet with our clients for many different reasons. But one of the things we do is look into potential causes for the hair loss. So we like to do assessments on stress. We like to do different blood tests. We look at all the different lab values. We like to look at your minerals and your electrolytes to make sure that your body has enough of that. We'll often look at your iron levels because iron is very important to bring oxygen to the hair follicles. We like to look at your hormone levels. Is that one of the causes we do a nice deep dive into your nutrition. How is your body handling what you're eating? Is there perhaps things that you're missing that we could help bring into your diet? But we just like having uh, consultations with our patients and clients to help do deep dives and maybe come to uh, an idea of what the root cause is for them. So we always like to say that if you are interested in discovering potential causes for your hair loss, we always recommend meeting with a certified professional that can help do a deep dive with you and find many of the different root causes that could be causing that hair loss. Once we have done that and maybe come up with some ideas of what could be causing the hair loss, we have many treatments and solutions here at Basana that we like to incorporate with our patients because hair loss can be pretty distressing for folks. And it does really impact how you feel. And part of the optimal wellness journey that we do with our patients is that we really look at the whole person. And that includes your mindset and how you're feeling with everything. So we want to make sure that you're on the right track, feeling optimally well on all levels. So some of the things that we offer include stress reduction treatments. We do nutrition counseling. We do a lot with vitamins and supplements. We offer some IV nutrient therapy. We'll do some red light therapy. We have specialty treatments like PRP. And then we also have our hormone replacement therapies. And I'll just kind of touch on some of these treatments with a little bit more detail for you. Some of the stress reduction techniques that we do here. I'm a Reiki master. So I do Reiki sessions with people. And it's a Japanese energy relaxation technique that helps reset all your chakras and your energy levels. And it's a really nice relaxation that we do. We also offer some mindset and meditation uh, therapies that you can listen to known as brain tap. And then we also incorporate different breathing techniques or mindset and meditation techniques lots of things that we can do that work well for different people in different settings to help with stress reduction and relaxation. 
We talk a lot about nutrition and adequate hydration. Being well hydrated can actually improve hair. When we're dehydrated, there's less blood circulating and those little tiny hair follicles need that adequate blood circulation to have the best healthy hair. The more hydrated we are, our hair will be more vibrant and less dry. Especially here in Colorado, it can sometimes be hard to keep on top of all those hydration needs that we have, but the more hydrated we are, the healthier our body and hair will be. Nutrition plays a key role in how healthy our hair is. We've even done studies with people that are plant-based eaters or the vegan eaters, and folks have switched to a healthier style diet from what they were perhaps eating before. And they'll notice quite a bit of hair growth and improve thickening with their hair. So the healthier you can eat, the more whole foods, a great variety of healthy colors and less packaged, less processed, the healthier your foods are, the better you will have overall health and the healthier and happier your hair will be also. We do a fair amount with vitamins and supplements. There are a number of great vitamins and supplements that can help with hair growth. Iron, like I mentioned, helps carry oxygen to the hair and it promotes growth. Vitamin D is very important on many levels. And it's one that we really encourage folks to take. But vitamin D is really important for the follicles of the hair. Zinc is another one that's a key mineral for hair growth. And they have found that people that are heavy exercisers or sweat a lot tend to lose more zinc. So it's a good one to replace. Having a good B complex is really good, especially biotin, niacin, and the cobalamin. They really help to restore thickness and they support the cellular function of the hair. There's an herb called saw palmetto that has been found to block that 5-alpha reductase DHT action. And by doing that, it enhances hair growth. There's a couple amino acids, L-lysine and L-arginine. They've both been found to help hair. They strengthen the keratin, so it minimizes damage. Omega-3s are another one that we really encourage folks to have as they have great benefits for the body. But omega-3s provide essential protein and nutrient to the hair follicles. And then we also really recommend that folks have a good collagen. And collagen is the most abundant protein in the body. And we need collagen to build keratin in our hair. So it helps fight damaged hair follicles and helps the strength of our hair. And collagen is really great for hair, skin, and nails, but it's also a really important thing for bones. And they've shown that collagen is even more beneficial than calcium at strengthening the density of bones. So it's a great one to add into your daily routine. We do have one product here that we often recommend called Cosmetics, and it's from Orthomolecular. And it combines a number of these different items together to help support healthy hair and nails. But there's lots of great products out there that help incorporate some of these key vitamins and nutrients that the hair likes. Like I mentioned at Basana, we also do IV nutrient therapy. 
And IV nutrient therapy takes vitamins and infuses it in an IV form. So basically what it does is it becomes immediately bioavailable to the body. Because it's bypassing your digestive system, it goes directly into your bloodstream. And then the body immediately starts using all of those great nutrients. So we do like to offer different infusions that have multivitamins. It's got lots of B complexes. It has lots of vitamin C, which helps boost your immune system. That additionally helps with hair growth. We add some zinc, like we mentioned, as a good essential mineral. We often have add-on, um, an add-on bonus called glutathione, and it's an antioxidant that really helps the body on many levels, but helps also the health and, of your hair. And then by getting that extra fluid, we are getting adequate hydration. So it's adding a little bit of extra fluid into our body. So just another side therapy that we offer that has benefit for the hair. We do offer a more specialty treatment that's called PRP. And PRP stands for platelet-rich plasma. And basically what happens is you have your own blood drawn into a pretty large vial. And then that blood is spun down in a centrifuge. And the different components of the blood separate. So your blood is composed of red blood cells and plasma. And within the plasma are white blood cells and platelets. And both of those are rich in growth factors. So when they spin down that blood, the red blood cells go to the bottom and then the plasma goes to the top. And we draw off your plasma and then it is injected back into your scalp. So it's one of the more uh, interesting specialty treatments that we offer but it's shown that by injecting that PRP back into your scalp, then it helps with new hair growth. And it's best for that androgenic alopecia. So it's the one that's gonna be more impacted by genetics or maybe the hormonal impacts on the body. And basically if you do the PRP, you come in every four to six weeks for three months and have the injections and then every three months for a year. And the folks that have done that, both men and women, have noticed increased hair growth to the thinning areas where they've done the injections. So just another interesting specialty treatment that we offer here. Along with the PRP, we also offer a prescription therapy called Formula 82M. And the Formula 82M is something that you drop onto the creases of your scalp where you know that you're having the hair loss. And it's a prescription combination therapy that includes minoxidil, retinoic acid, vitamin E, linolenic acid, and fluconolone. Hard to say. But basically with this 82M, it's used twice a day for at least 90 days. And then after 90 days, it's used once a day. And these different therapies work to enhance hair growth in the areas that are thinning. And they also work to block that 5-alpha reductase conversion of the testosterone to the DHT. So folks that have used this have, all, have also noticed help to that hair loss. 
Another specialty treatment that we offer is red light therapy. This is a, one of the newer treatments that a lot of studies have been done on where people have seen success. And it's a much less invasive. Basically, it's a red light that's directed at the areas on the scalp where you're having hair loss. And this red light therapy is put in the areas for about 10 minutes a day for about six months. And the studies have shown that this red light therapy helps to enhance the body's natural reserves of something that's known as nitric oxide. And nitric oxide helps to increase local blood flow. It reduces inflammation, and then it also inhibits that DHT production. So those little hair follicles <clears throat> that are receiving the blood flow in that initial hair growth phase, having this red light therapy to enhance the nitric oxide is gonna improve that blood flow to those little hair follicles. And then it in reduces any inflammation that might be preventing the improved hair growth. So another therapy that's pretty new that we offer here. Many people like to try specialty shampoos and conditioners, and they're often ones that you can find on Amazon or over the counter. A couple that are familiar are Karanique or Ketoconazole shampoo, and they have been found to help enhance hair growth. And then one study even showed that green tea could help hair growth. And what they did was brew a regular cup of green tea, let it steep and steam, and then they allowed the tea to cool. And then once cooled, you pour it on your hair as if it were a nice little water shower of green tea. And the studies found that that green tea also helped to enhance the hair growth. So lots of different techniques and strategies and different products that are out there to help enhance the growth of hair that's been lost. And then finally, we also offer the hormone replacement therapy here. Our two ladies, Susan and Becky, that specialize in the hormone replacement therapy, they look at your thyroid, your testosterone, your estrogen, your progesterone. They just look at all your hormone levels and make sure that everything's balanced. If your hormones are at the right level, then often your hair growth or your hair loss will improve also. So with all of these different options and all the different potential ways of hair loss, it would be great to connect with you if you're concerned with it, to discover what it is that's causing the hair loss. Because as we talked about, there's so many different ways that it can be coming from. And it's really good to do deep dives and discover what it is that's causing the hair loss and then finding the type of treatment that works best for you and for what's happening. Whether it's doing something as simple as changing your nutrition, maybe it's just adding in a couple of vitamins or supplements, whether it's identifying some new stressors that might've impacted your life and then finding some good relaxation and restoration techniques. Or maybe you wanna try one of the more specialty treatments such as the PRP, or maybe the red light therapy, or even the IV therapy. But there's lots of great options, and we would be happy to connect with you to help discover what it is that's causing the hair loss, and then finding what the right treatment or solution for you might be. 
So we're always here for folks to connect with, whether by our phone number or by our email. You can reach us at 303-327-7300, or we even have a contact page on our website, episanawellness.com. And at the sauna, we always believe that it's never too early or too late to work towards being the healthiest you. So we're always striving to help everybody reach their optimal wellness and to feel their best and look their best. Hopefully you enjoyed today's webinar, just a little information on hair loss and all the different ways that we can help hopefully help improve that. If you're interested in our next webinar, it will be June 24th, same time right around that noon hour. And we'll be hearing from our nurse practitioner, Becky Varkey. And she's thinking that she's gonna help bring to light some of the many ways that vitamin D is important to the health of our body. So we hope that we see you next month at our next webinar. So I thank everyone for joining us today. And I hope that you will join us for our next virtual wellness session. And we look forward to connecting with you at Basana Health and Wellness. Basana Health and Wellness podcast is brought to you by Atagi Plastic Surgery and Atagi Skin Aesthetics. Check us out at atagimd.com. A-T-A-G-I-M-D.com. We offer plastic surgery, skin aesthetics, non-surgical treatments, and hormone therapy. Some of the many things we offer include Botox, dermal fillers, Exilis skin tightening, Kybella, skin aesthetics, all therapy, Vanquish fat reduction, PRP hair restoration, PRP breast lift, and hormone health. Follow us on our website at atagimd.com to learn about all of our specials and events each month. Some of our specials include monthly discounts off products and services or wrinkle-free Wednesdays. Check us out at atagimd.com.